0: Hey, 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 you there, you there?
1: Yeah, I think so. All right,
0: so let's fucking talk about it. Um, for those of you listening, uh, feel free to send us in any messages. We're going to be talking about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia this afternoon. Just for a little bit, just want to do a quick little afternoon talk here on Stereo, which is slowly becoming one of my favorite applications, and it's a great new way to socialize with people. Uh, During this crazy time in which we find ourselves in. So today I've got my sister Helen on who uh, should go over to her page and give her a follow. But uh, recently she has watched The Office in its entirety. And then I recommended to her last week that she should start It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is another one of my top five favorite comedy shows of all time. So, what are you thinking so far? Where are you at on the show? What are your favorite episodes? What do you got?
1: For It's Always Funny in Philadelphia? Well, of course. Um, my favorite character's Charlie, by far. of,
0: of course.
1: And I really wish that he got together with the waitress. I really hate that, um... She won't go out with him.
0: Well, I mean, you know, you're only so far into the series. There's literally like 12 or 13 seasons at this point.
1: And um, my favorite episode is the gasoline episode. Oh,
0: when they uh, the gang solves the gas crisis. Yes. Wild card. And then he hops out of the back of the van. Yes. So fucking dope. So fucking
1: dope. I also really like the episode. I like the whole first season, honestly. The ones where um, the underage drinking, when they turned it into a gay bar, it's just hilarious. The whole show is.
0: It's phenomenal. It's it's honestly so. um, Well, I know you know him, uh, but my friend Joe, or our friend Joe, uh, who who I've known for a long time, he got me into this show. I don't know, back in like 2010 and he had the first two seasons on DVD and he's like, you got to watch this show. It's ridiculous. And I'd heard of it, but I'd never seen it before. And we sat down, smoked some, smoked some cannabis and, uh, fucking watch. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. And I never looked back. My entire life has been different. Curb Your Enthusiasm is still my favorite comedy show of all time. The office is probably like two or three, and then it's always sunny is like either two or three. But you know, it it's such a wildly different program. They used to advertise it as it's like Seinfeld on crack. But and it is to a degree, but it became you know, Charlie Day's character on that show and Danny DeVito's character on that show. They're just, it's some of the greatest uh, characters that have ever been in television. And obviously, everybody hates Dennis because he's such a scumbag, you know. But everybody also can kind of sometimes, sometimes see themselves in Dennis, right?
1: I feel like everybody hates
0: Mac. It's well, Mac Mac's, Mac's just Mac's just like the ultimate, like, bro tool kind of, like, that's the type of character that he's riffing on, you know.
1: Yeah. But... It's... Um, I everybody just hates on D. I don't, I don't, Um, Frank, that's not even her dad, it's so. Everyone just calls her ugly and you know, old. Oh,
0: everybody shits on D, everybody shits on D, Deandra.
1: Deandra, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: It's uh yeah no it's
1: oh my this was how she ruined that guy's life um cricket is that his name
0: oh Helen you're you you said you're what on you just started season four because you've been binging it right hello yeah. you there yeah you're on um, season four right yeah. cricket
1: yeah. cricket's
0: gonna be around for a while for quite a while
1: oh god or what about the that family the McDoyles or whatever. Yeah, the McPoyles.
0: Hard. The McPoyles.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so interesting because it's like this show's been out for so long, and not to give anything away, but it's like the first five, six seasons, they're up just doing their crazy fucking shit, right? But then like the I because I've noticed recently, I have not seen the last two seasons of the show, but thanks to Helen for giving me her Hulu password. I've slowly been catching up on the most on the two most recent seasons. And it's almost like reverse course because the program, the first, I would say five or six seasons, they're just like balls to the wall. I mean, they always are. But the last few seasons, it's almost like they've had to correct because we've changed as a society. So a lot of the things that they were doing back in 2007, 2008 that you could get away with, um, obviously you can't get away with anymore. And we're now in this, uh, we're now in this uh, situation where the characters on the show are almost having to, uh, there, there was an episode recently where they have to go to uh, sexual harassment class because uh, Patty's Pub was put on a list of places where they were hostile towards women. So it's like it's so interesting because even with even with the cards that they're able to play with now, they're still able to dance around so many things. And it's so brilliantly written and executed that it still works, even in a in a 2021 society where some of the stuff that they did earlier in the show, there's no way you could get away with. Like Steve Carell came out, I want to say like a year or two ago. They were asking him, like, you know, would you guys ever do, like, an Office reboot? And he had said, basically, there's no way that you could get away with a lot of the stuff that they were doing on The Office today, on network television, let alone anywhere. Um, I don't no, know. No, you just cannot. my thoughts on it, right?
1: No, not not at all. I mean, people would think it's racist, or they would think it's, you know, like, appropriate, you know shows aren't made like that anymore
0: no they're not and i mean i understandably right understandably and I, you know the generation underneath us will have comedy shows that suit their you know style when when we were growing up it was like the early 2000s mid 2000s that era when curb hit and the office parks and rec even though that was a little bit later arrested development It's Always Sunny. These programs were like, finally, we can do all of these things and say all of these things. It was like the world had finally accepted like strange humor because of shows like Seinfeld, you know, and they were able to get away with stuff that they couldn't get away with before, where it's like now I feel understandably so. I understand why, but it's almost like it's a lot tamer now. Like they don't want to be shows don't want to be raunchy like that just for the sake of raunchiness, even though all the shows that I just named were very intelligently written. It's not like, it, it wasn't lowest common denominator humor, you know? Yes. So where are you at in the show as of now? You're in season four, correct? What episode? What's the last yeah. episode you saw?
1: I just watched the gas episode. That was the last one. Watched. okay um, but i one i watched today was the when i love how charlie's just so dumb and the, <laughs> it was like the season three last episode where they do that dance marathon thing
0: oh that's a great one
1: when he put the prize was uh patty's pub yes and he thought it said price or something
0: have you seen the one where they they have a bet ba- like the Battle of the Bands? Has that happened yes. yet? Yes. Yes. When uh, uh, Frank comes in, he's dressed like one of the Beatles, and uh, Dennis is doing like this whole David Bowie thing. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> when uh, Charlie wrote this song about um, spiders and <laughs> <laughs> you know how how the man comes and the nightman or something, and some oh. guy comes and breaks him. <laughs> yeah, so um
0: the season 4 finale is the uh is the total um fruition of the 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 Nightman cometh. There's actually a full musical called The Nightman Cometh that you'll see later in season 4. But what was the song that he played in the battle of the bands? Was it Dayman or was it what song it was, was it? Dayman. Dayman, no, it was Dayman. Dayman fighter of nightman. the nightman. No, it was Nightman. Uh, nightman. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, has he sung any of his songs about spiders yet in the show? No. Okay. I or just sniffing got to where glue. He
1: started. No. Yeah. He's been sniffing glue the whole time. <laughs> he just started sniffing pain. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, that's right. That was the scene in the episode when they go into Charlie and uh, Frank's apartment and he's got all the lights off and he's sitting there just, like, sniffing glue. He's like, I'm trying to
1: write songs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love how they can just, like, drink all day long and, like, do absolutely nothing.
0: Well, I mean, they're functioning alcoholics. That's one of the bits on the whole the whole show is they're always drinking. And the best was, I think it was, like, yeah, I think it was either season two three or four they got they had the Coors Light sponsorship so they're always drinking one of the seasons they're always just drinking Coors Light it like makes it even that much more funny
1: yeah I did notice that and then I saw the episode of the North Korea episode that down the street they were taking all their customers (laughs) Charlie was dating (laughs) 12 or 8
0: yes Yes. There's a, there's an episode, um, in one of the more recent seasons where the gang tries to make America great again. And there's, there's, it has, it has something to do with gun sales and Frank's just like, Frank's always just carrying a piece with him. Like, Oh man, you know, good thing I had my piece on me. Good thing I brought my backup one. And it's like, Frank, why do you have
1: so many guns? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They always have guns
0: on them, always. <laughs> always have guns on them. And Frank's decision to live in squalor and just live with Charlie even though he has all this money <laughs> is just, it's one of the highlights of the show. And the, I mean, the other great thing is that after so many seasons, like, you're going to learn more. So, like, your perspective will change the more you watch of the show. Um, You'll learn more about The Waitress. You'll learn more about uh, Cricket and the McPoyles and, and all that stuff. Oh, have God. you met their lawyer? Have you met the lawyer yet? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. 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 It's fucking great. It's fucking great. Um but you'll learn you'll learn so much more about and it's like like you're getting hung up on like, well wait, they're not Frank's kids. It's like, well, give it time. There's so much um there's so much. Oh
1: I much. how Charlie when Frank um uh, banged Charlie's mom. And she supposedly got an abortion, and he's like, "I survived the abortion. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Oh God. Our dumpster baby. And they started painting the baby's skin because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was white and uh, they didn't it wasn't you know, gonna make any money because it was a white baby, so...
0: What I so so what I mean, what I love about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is like they're you know, not only like was the show, it, the, you know, the, the, the term ahead of its time is kind of cliche, but the show itself was like it came out at the exact right time because they know like they're riffing on a lot of the insanity that goes on in America. So there's a lot of people that would watch the show and just be like, oh, ha, 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 that's really funny. But it's like, in t- you know, in the writing perspective, I'm sitting there going, this is brilliant because they're commenting, like you talked about with the with the dumpster baby. Your co- I mean, they're commenting on, you know, just kind of the way it is in the United States and how, and like they spotlight on how fucked up a lot of things are all the time. And that's what makes the show work. And having these very specific, Sets of personality, right? So, like, Dennis, he's kind of like the, you know, borderline rapist, just, creepy, you know, whatever He just you, thinks schemer. he's,
1: he, he, yeah, he just thinks that he's, you know, hot shit and, you know, sleep with anybody.
0: Right. He's always scheming. He's, you know, not, I mean, they're all opportunists. Every single one of them on that show. All of their characters are. You know, and Deandra's kind of just this, you know, I mean, she inhibits this personality that's kind of like this, you know, I want to do all these things with my life, but she never puts one foot in front of the other to try and actually get any of them done or try to actually be successful because she always just goes along with their crazy schemes and whatever. They're doing... Charlie's the idiot, right? He, the, or the wild card. You know, he inhibits that character personality. And then Max just like, you know, the bro tool kind of guy. And it works. And then, you know, and having Danny DeVito's character, Frank, be kind of the... You know, the older generation, he's able to say things and get away with things that are written into the show that the other characters would not be able to say or do based upon their age and like all of the context. But he's able to do it. So he'll just say just flat out say things that would that if they were to say them would be very racist. But for him to say them based on context and everything else that's going on, he's able to get away with it. And it works and it's just it works on so many levels it's a brilliant show. I will say this. The fact that the show's still on is great. But, you know, Curb Your Enthusiasm's doing it right because they just kind of... Larry does it when he wants to. And it still works after 20 years. It's always Sunny works after 20 years. But the show, the way the formula is and the way it's set up, it's, it's unlike Curb Your Enthusiasm in the way that after 15, 20 years, it's like, Maybe now's the time to have an ending to it and just, you know, be done. Right. Um, I think they should just do one more season and just have that be the final because, like, there were some bad seasons there going back like four or five seasons ago. A Mac got fat. He gained like 50, 60 pounds. He, uh, Rob McElhenney did it on purpose, just like as a joke. And then, you know, and then he gets ripped. And it's like, those seasons were okay, but then the show, once again, in the last few years, has hit a new stride because they're having to kind of make peace with the fact that, hey, we can't get away with a lot of this shit anymore because we live in a different society. The world is different now. But them commenting on, you know, all the wrongs that they've done, for example, the sexual harassment episode, um, context-wise, they're able to to, to pull things off still but eventually that's going to run its course and then what's the show after that so my opinion but i think they should end it sooner than later because i, I want to say they're on like season 14
1: yeah they gotta they gotta end it before it, it just they ruin it i hate shows that do that just like the office like once Ex- steve krail left like they should have just been done with it it, it wasn't the same without him in it. And I will never rewatch those seasons without him.
0: Exactly. I've seen all those episodes once. Some of them I've seen more than once. Like, I like the finale. But, no, you're completely right. Once Michael, that should have been the end of the show. You know, it was yeah. the same thing. Parks and Recreation. I liked the finale. But the last season of it, it's like, okay, you guys, you guys did your thing. Like, end the show. That's why I go back to Seinfeld. Larry David and Jerry... Seinfeld knew what they were doing. They're like, hey, we're the most popular thing on television. Let's end it. Let's do, you know, the ninth season. Let's let's nip it in the bud. I hated the finale. I thought it was a terrible ending, but they, they just they did it. They ended the show and, you know, it's lived on friends. They did the same thing. They're like, hey, we've done 10 seasons. And I'm sure a lot of that had to do with money because they were all making like upwards of a million dollars an episode. Um, and they all wanted to do other things with their careers, but yeah, yeah.
1: I feel it always turns (sighs) into a money situation. That's why they keep going with the seasons for money when it's like not even good.
0: Right. And I know you haven't seen Arrested Development yet. That show was on for three seasons and then it got canceled because that show was actually ahead of its time. Um, and I didn't watch it during its original run, but when Netflix came out with, um, when they put it on Netflix, I binged it and was like, how did I miss this show? This is comedy gold. Like, Helen, you're going to love you're going to love Arrested Development. I mean, the characters There's only on three episodes, show, three seasons,
1: I mean, three seasons.
0: Well, so let me finish. So about five years ago, they put out a fourth season. It was a Netflix original. They brought it back. And I believe they've done one or two seasons after that. I've seen them all. I don't remember them all because I watched them like late at night. It's fine. It's not nearly as good as the original three, but like Lucille two Tobias Bluth, uh, you know, um, Will Arnett's character of Job. um, It's, it's great. It's just, it's fucking great. You'll love that show. You will absolutely love that show. I can't wait for you to finish. It's always sunny. So you can get onto that. Cause it's, it's going to change. It's going to change your life for everybody listening, by the way. So, this is kind of how it's worked. Helen will call me and she'll be like, what are your recommendations? What should I watch? But with Helen, there's so much she hasn't seen that it's like, it doesn't have to be something current. So for example, over Christmas break, you watched the Die Hard trilogy, finally. you know. Oh
1: yeah, and Indiana Jones. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, Ocean's Eleven. And 12 and 13. Those were good. Riffin' out.
0: Arrested Development's one of the best comedies of all time. I love the blues. Absolutely, Matt. 100%. 100%. It's, uh... No, so it's like, it's fun because, uh... So you watch the Die Hard Trilogy, the Indiana Jones Trilogy, and the Oceans 11, or the Oceans Trilogy. They're all so different, but if you had to pick a favorite out of the three, which one would be your favorite?
1: Um, Die Hard.
0: Yeah. Come to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs.
1: Welcome to the party, Why does Rob's
0: avatar have a better beard than he does in real life? Oh my god. Fucking Jake. God damn it, Jake. You know, here's the deal, buddy. So in a rush to, you know, full disclosure, uh, I'm trying to to make some shit happen on this app. I'm trying to to get in and get and get this thing in with the with the with the startup. And I made the fucking avatar in like less than two minutes. And then that was changed it i need to go in because everybody else i've seen like they had their original avatars the other day and then recently over the last 24 hours like they've honed them in and made them look more like how they actually look i have not i've not yet um my eyes are way too wide and they They need to add more to it i agree i don't i they don't give enough options but um no what was that what was that app helen do you remember that app a couple years ago i still have my avatar for it you know where i remember when i used to have my afro and uh you know what i'm talking about oh bitmoji the bitmojis do you remember that yeah yeah they had they had the options so shout out to stereo you guys are amazing but we need more options so i can hone in what i look like uh I need to do that. That's definitely something I need to do. Let's go to the messages. I thought we were listening to Ed Sheeran. Oh, that's not, you know, it's so funny, Matt. That is not the first, (laughs) nor the second, nor the hundredth time that I have been compared to Ed Sheeran. So much appreciated. Uh, I wish I could sell out the United Center by myself playing acoustic guitar, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. The mouths move, but the eyes don't blink. It's creepy <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Facts, Jake. Facts. It is strange. Yes, yeah. especially if somebody else is in the room with you and you're not talking, but they're talking and the the mic picks it up. All of a sudden, your mouth is moving, but it's not you talking. So, note to self. Note to self. But uh, no, I'm I'm digging this. So you like the Die Hard trilogy, the Bastard of oh, All? Wow, that's I mean, I don't know. That's a tough pick for me, too, because I love Indiana Jones. I could talk Indiana Jones all day. Same with the Oceans movies. I mean, Oceans 11 might just be the coolest film, like, quote, well, Air yeah.
1: coolest I mean, film ever the, made. They all the, have all the hot dudes in it, like Brad Pitt and George Clooney, like, shit. I'd watch yeah. that just because of them.
0: Exactly. Now, they're... I mean, the whole, I mean, that entire cast, it's just so fucking stacked. It's ridiculous. And it, the crazy part is, is that it's like, you know, with a movie like The Godfather, other than Brando, they were all unknowns, and that movie is what made them famous. But with Ocean's Eleven, they were all famous when the movie came out. You know what I mean? Like, they, everybody knew who all those people were anyways, and then they've just become yeah. even more famous since then. yeah. But that's some crazy shit. Also, for those of you listening, we will do a separate show on this. We will talk more about this at a later time. But
1: howling. I do have one thing. All right, go ahead. I, I, want, I want you to practice Charlie's impression. I really like his like high pitch. <laughs> that's, how, that's my Charlie. I love Charlie. I, yeah. I, I love him. I don't care that he smells or he's short. I love him.
0: Or that he, you know, sniffs, uh, he, he he eats uh, uh, cat food, He literally just eats cat food, and he sniffs glue, and he drinks paint. <laughs> the fuck was enough. that, Rob? <laughs> that was my Charlie Day impression. I didn't say it was good. I have good impressions, <laughs> and I have ones that are okay. You know, y'all, like all kinds of people that don't do great impressions, but, you know... You got to give it a shot. Um, so, Helen just watched all of the Star Wars movies. Uh, right before Mandalorian season two dropped, she watched season one. And then, how, how, you watched all 11 films in what, like two weeks, week and a half?
1: Yeah, like a week and a half. Yeah. They were great. And
0: the, what was great about it was, is since she didn't know anything about any of them. She went into it because, like, I've seen them all. I, well, except the original trilogy. I've seen all of them in the theater. And so I saw them when they came out. But it's like, to get your perspective, like, man, those prequels were terrible. And, man, those new ones were terrible, you know.
1: Garbage.
0: Fucking garbage. Well, Last Jedi was good. It, as a standalone film, The Last Jedi was a good movie. I take back my original review on it. And Rogue One was was a solid film. The rest of them,
1: that was that was good. It fit in. I liked it. There wasn't anybody that annoyed me in the movie. Um but it took me so long to watch Star Wars because I had to start with the ones that came out what in the 70s or something. 77. And yeah, and I just have a really hard time watching old movies. Um so that was my problem with it.
0: The sad part is the fact that you think Star Wars is an old movie, it, it makes me feel so old. Like, when I think of an old movie, I think of, like, anything with Humphrey Bogart or Cary Grant. Like, that's an old movie. Anything from the 70s, as far as I'm concerned, is still fairly modern. Though
1: Anything in the 90s is old for me, <laughs> and I was born in the 90s.
0: <laughs> so was I. <laughs> But, like, I just, I, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that, you know, everything from the 70s is now 50 years old, more or less. And it's like, whoa, whoa. I'm loving all the, uh, always sunny discussion that's happening here now. I appreciate it, Jake. Oh, right, because we've, we've changed the subject. Well, you know, that's kind of what happens sometimes. Um. Probably going to end this in a few minutes, but I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Hold on. You were both born in the nineties. Fuck. I'm old. Jake. Do you not know this? So I was born, I was born in 1990, November 17th. And Helen was born in 92. So yeah. Uh, it's, it sucks. It's what I, uh, I tell everybody I know that's 29 right now. Enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it. I tell my friends and everybody else I know enjoy it because as soon as you hit 30, you just feel you just feel the world, the weight of the world. I don't know where I was I going need- with that. I don't always have i don't e- i don't always have uh, interesting comments. Sometimes I just have thoughts, but
1: wild card bitches. Wow. Well, <laughs>
0: Rox is twenty nine right now. Yeah, I I, I know. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the info. I, I told her like I don't know, literally. I also like, really days...
1: like Frank. I like how Frank plays cards and gambles with like those. Um, what are they from? Say it again. You know how Frank always gambles with that group of people. Oh um, yeah. Hilarious. Do they have a name? Uh, I don't know what they are. What are they? Like, um,
0: uh, yeah, I'm 38 and 40 feels yeah. a lot closer than two years away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, Jake, I, I know. I, I'm well aware she's 29. Uh, I told her two days after my birthday. I said, listen, enjoy it. Enjoy these months. I think I scared her. Uh, I said, enjoy these months because they're going to go away. And then you're going to go, oh, I'm 30. And I'm not living in a mansion yet. So, facts. Sorry, Frank's gambling buddies. Frank's gambling buddies.
1: Yeah, where they all yeah. just smoke. Have you seen Charlie
0: McDennis yet? Ha- has that? Have you seen that episode
1: yet?
0: No. No. So, real, real talk real quickly before we get off this thing. One of my goals, I have a whole list, like when COVID first went down, I was like, when this is over, I'm going to go to LA, I'm going to go to Disneyland, because that's what I want to do. Like, that's like the number one thing that I would want to do after COVID is to go to LA and go to Disneyland by myself with whoever wants to go with me. I'm d- I am don't care. I'm down. I just want to go to Disneyland. And that was nine months ago, eight months ago. So now that list has just grown and there's like 50 things that I want to do when this is all over with. Uh, Finances, topple, everything. So it is what it is. But I want to play Charlie McDennis in real life. And I think Jake would be actually somebody, he would be a great partner for me to play that game uh, because it involves uh, strategy and a lot of drinking. But Helen, when you get to that episode, be ready to have your fucking mind blown. Because you're gonna be like, can we play this? And I'm gonna be like, any fucking time. Soon when as soon as COVID's over. Any fucking time. Okay. Why are people always volunteering me for shit? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're the man. You know, Sometimes there's a man of his place and time, and uh, Jake's Jake's the guy. I mean, you know, Jake's the guy. Jake's the guy. But um, all right, before we're gonna wrap this up, any final thoughts on it's always sunny in Philadelphia? Not Star Wars, Die Hard, Oceans, or Indie, but it's always sunny. I'm talking to you, Helen.
1: Oh, um, I don't know no. it's, it's Well great, great show day. Helen
0: and Rob Hope you both have a great day You too Matt Thanks for joining us Final thoughts? I never even heard first thoughts <laughs> Well Jake Have you been listening since this episode started? We, we had a whole, a whole discussion On the show She's on season 4 I've seen most of the episodes uh, Except for the last season I'm binging it right now it's one of my top 5 favorite comedies of all time. Those are our thoughts on the show. Jake, if you'd like to further discuss It's Always Sunny, we can always do an episode. I'm always down. I'm a and I say this in the best way possible, I am I am a stereo whore and I'm totally here to make it happen on the Stereo app. So, make sure you go over and hit that follow button if you're new to this and you're new to this uh, type of show and you're new to this talk but until then, where can everybody find you, Helen? Is there anything you'd like to plug?
1: Uh, nope.
0: Nope. Just going to go back to taking care of your kid? It yep. only took you one day to be a whore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 48 hours, buddy. For, 48 hours.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. You can find me everywhere at Rob Fishback and on Instagram at Rob underscore Fishback. I will be going live at 3 a.m. Central Time for my spoiler review of tonight's episode of WandaVision, WandaVision Episode 4. I think we're finally going to learn some shit tonight. But uh, thank you guys for joining us and have a great day and we'll
1: see you later. Bye.